0: Welcome to Chic Conversations. She's Andrea. She's
1: Linda. Get comfortable and let's chat.
0: How the world has changed the past few months, few weeks. I've been asking some deep questions about the new normal. So, I have a question for you. Be honest. Be super, super honest. If today was your very last day on earth, what one thing is it that
1: you wish you get to do? Yeah, that's a great question. If today was the last day. I would say probably not held back a lot, especially on starting the podcast mm-hmm. on just being fully there, writing the book that we've said five years ago. I will totally regret that, you know? So that's, you know, that that's what I, I'm thinking right now. I'm sure there's more that I can think of, but that comes to my mind right now. Yeah. Okay, how would you answer that question? Uh, I will say kind of a- along the same line to l-
0: to live a little more freely without reservation, to do what I want to do, be free of being so careful, be free of other people's opinion. That is the motivation that I have to... Moving forward. I look forward to living like that every day, to travel more, to do all the things that I'll say someday for, or someday I'll do a podcast, someday I'll write a book, some someday
1: I want to travel the world. To live without reservation. Mm. That's so, so deep. Because I would even think about that too, because we feel that sometimes, or I feel that I'm so careful. I want to do it, but I'm just so careful to live like, Hey, I want to jump off the, you know, just go bungee jumping, not jump off the cliff, but (laughs) (laughs) just go bungee jumping. But then I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, I need to sign a waiver. I need to make sure, Oh, do I have the right equipment? Do I have the right thing? Oh, maybe tomorrow. I don't have to do it today. So just that careful, you know, I'm so careful just like do it. Yeah. You know, live with that reservation.
0: I will ask myself that question more often just so that I always just do what I want to do. And I asked my husband even yesterday that same question because I was just thinking that that would be my new self-awareness question. And uh, that way I don't hold back. Maybe because I'm reflecting a lot on my dad's passing. That makes me think a little more about my death day. Not because I'm sad about it, but because I want to be lowered down or ashes spread, whatever, however I choose, without reservation. I want to think of that last day, and I want it to be joyful for the people around me. Or if I'm on the other side of eternity looking down, I don't want to have any regrets. And that is the new way that I choose post-COVID, post all the drama in 2020. That is the mindset that I I will carry forward. You know how everybody's rushing to go back to normal? I choose to move forward in a new awareness. And some things that I will do, it it might seem strange, not in a crazy way, but in having a conversation with myself to say, like, the people I love, I'm going to love them hard. And the people I love will not have any doubt about it. And I will love and serve Joyfully, not because I'm Mother Teresa, but I'm now living because that's the gift that I think my dad has given me that I do not want to lose because putting him down created a new birth in me to say, oh, when this is me, I want it to be a great experience for my children, for my, for any, everybody that has been in my life. And I don't want to go back and say, oh, I forgot to apologize to somebody. Oh, I forgot to tell. my. I wonder if my husband knows how much I love him. I wonder if my whoever, even the stranger that is doing an, a fantastic job that I want to be aware. I want to be present to say, I see you and I delight I, in me like the true yogi truly sees delight
1: in you. And I adore it. Let's talk about that today. Going back to normal you know, this leads me to this question that I saw. It was trending on Twitter last week. And um, the question is, will life ever go back to normal? So that was a question that was trending and everybody was retweeting that, having their own opinions. Will life ever go back to normal? And going back to normal, I'm looking at it two different ways. For me, I do not want to ever go back. Mm-hmm. If going back is looking back and being how I used to be, that's how I see going back. If I'm, in, if I'm evolving every 10 minutes, every 10 seconds, I'm not the same. I don't wanna go back to the way I used to be. I don't wanna go back my thought process, the way I used to think, the way I used to act. I don't wanna be the same lender I was a month ago. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm looking forward, like what you said, you know, to the new normal. I'm looking forward. And that was what uh, Stephen Furtick said as well, you know, saying let's look forward to the normal, the new normal instead of going back. And I want to I'm just going to break it. I'm just thinking about breaking it into two, like going back seems like failure. What do you think about that? Let's just talk about going back before we look at normal. So what do you think when someone says going back, what do you think?
0: I think going back, back was not bad. Do you know what I mean? It was not bad, but but there could be better. And not even in the physical sense, as much as in a state of mind, in the speed and the motivation and the intention of doing things. I felt like we were just going unremarkably, un- undeniably, rather, um, too fast. I think, I mean, I, we said this before in previous um, recordings, where we just like, go, 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 go. Wake up early. My kids have to be in school. Um, you know, we have to get up at 6.30, and then some of them are still... Play soccer at 10 p.m. and they have to wake up and and go again. And they're only, you know, they're less than 10 years old. And I think, um, and it would have been fine if we lived the rest of time like that. But the opportunity presented itself for Mm -hmm. better, for more thoughtfulness, for more reflection, for families to be together. And I know it's a hard time for most people. There's been death. There's been disaster, there's been financial struggles, there's been marital troubles, there's been a lot of struggles in the world. But um, just based on what we've been presented, I believe that we can reassess and say competing against each other, moving too fast, having no empathy, people just being reckless, and people wanting to be right for rights sake, and oppression, and all the things that are in our society... It's still there, but I think we're all more conscious of it. We're aware of it. And I think that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. And back seems scary. I mean, if you put it in two ways, back, back was busy. Mm-hmm. Back to normal was busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like Saturday was not a Saturday for me. Mm-hmm. Saturday was not, Sunday was not even a rest day for me. It was, there was no Sabbath. I mean, it was just busy on the go, on the go. I knew I needed to rest. You get up at 6.30, you said, you know, put the kids to bed, 30, 10 o'clock, it's sport. Saturday is sports. We have baseball, we have basketball, we have this and that. And it was so busy. We were always on the go. We're just in and out. And sometimes I text Jacob and say, hey, we, you know, you need to be in such and such a place. I need to be at this place. I need to be at that place. That was scary. That's back to normal. Back to normal could be a sense of comfortable, the place that they had control over. Or was there control? Is there anything as control? Back to normal was security because now the new normal loss of employment unemployment it's scary facing change back to normal may have been hey you had a security you had job you have a job you have finances you know and then breaking it down to normal now we you know we define back going back what is normal if you think about it real deep well what would you rephrase normal as?
0: I think normal has been, it's something that has been imposed on us. And there's so many definitions and structures and boxes that we have been put in and we've put ourselves in. And now that nobody knows what day of the week is, it is, and so all of a sudden it's weekend forever. You know, the the world is opening back up, but there's, there's less urgency. There's no just wake up and go, 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 go. I think that for at least for me, I put a little thought, even in my movements, in my moving around in my, I'm going to drive somewhere. You put a little movement. I went to Costco and you can't come in without a mask. So if you don't, if you don't plan ahead and put a mask on you, on your child and whoever you bring bringing in, you're not getting into the store. That's now, it, it makes me think of all the rules that are, that have been in place for so many decades that are not even beneficial anymore, that are not even up to date. But we just go with it. You see people fighting the wearing of masks because they think, okay, that's taking their freedom away. And I understand the thinking behind that. But at the same time, to just understand that all the things we think is normal is imposed on us by either our government, by our natural circumstances or the place of the world that we live in. And now that we know that the uncertainty of life, like we can just shut down all the airlines and nothing is flying in the whole world. That makes things, that's kind of, that's deep. When you think there, there's not one child going to school physical school all around the world.
1: Yep. And I'm trying to think that has never happened
0: Before, even in 1918, the pandemic, I don't think I I don't know about the school system, but then maybe because we have more technology now so we can really be in tune with other people at the same time you realize that that was in 1918 this is in 2020 people were still fighting the same arguments about going back opening the public maybe not same thing happened in 1918 where people some people said i want to go ahead and get my and get work and employment and some people didn't go out and their lifestyle changed forever so we're just pretty much repeating history and that's that that is uncertain in itself that
1: yeah.
0: We're not as smart as we think we are.
1: Yeah, we're absolutely. And it's just like, you know, for the masks, I, I see, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy just to think about to mask or not to mask and costco has the rule everybody needs to wear a mask before you come in costco and jacob just said he just went to kroger and they give in gloves and masks right at the door if you don't have any if you choose to wear a mask it's optional at kroger it's mandatory at costco for now and I believe other stores, we took in some clothes because Alex had a, you know, project he was doing at school. So we are donating some clothes and stuff. So we took them to Frisco Resale the other day and they had they encouraged everybody to wear masks to come in. So this is like, to mask or not to mask? And then I go on social media, I see a whole lot of judgment mm-hmm. of, you know, coming from those that do not mask that you know th- that will say hey i see people wearing masks and all that stuff and i'm saying in my head like we don't know where people are coming from and it's it's a season that we need to just be kind and do not judge because if i choose to wear a mask i should not judge those that do not wear a mask mm-hmm. and if i choose not to wear a mask it's the other way around i'm not going to hold judgment If you choose, I'm going to be kind because I don't know your own quote unquote pandemic, what you're going through, your health. And I'm not going to see you on social media and judge you. And I'm not going to see that. So I think this is time that we just have to be aware. You know, it's like you protect your own and decide what you choose to do because the world is now somehow opening. And, you know, we're like now at what, 50 percent? and it seems like we're hundred percent right now and it's you know like hey just be kind be nice and just just go through this together in one because we're all going through this
0: right and i agree I, i agree with what you say that whatever choice you choose to make there's wisdom to know that a pandemic is a health crisis and not a political stance so if we just take the politics out of it and say I don't know if I'm carrying the virus. I don't know if you're carrying it. But for health, just in case for health reasons, nobody knows. Even the experts that are in the lab 24-7, they don't know if the mask is is going to be 100% effective in protecting yourself or your neighbor. But there's a slight chance that if you carry the virus, if you sneeze, if you if you cough whatever if you can contain that and help your neighbor i'm all about that i don't even care what what political party or whatever stance you have to wear a mask or not that is the reason i choose to wear it because for my neighbor to uh-huh. like to love my neighbor which which brings an interesting um scenario yesterday i took my son he's 14 to the store and we were getting the heavy cases of water and he sees another woman Because my son is pretty big and strong, so he carries it, no big deal. And he sees a woman struggling to get a case of water into her cart. Naturally, my son rushes to help the lady, and then he stops himself right in the middle of getting close and rushed back. And that made me sad because (laughs) his natural reaction to help a lady that is struggling... Now, in his subconscious mind, he had to stop himself and say, "Oopsie, sorry, it's COVID
1: season. I can't do that." That's crazy. That's nice. Think about this: we were not doing this two months ago. We were not just—we were just like getting out there and loving on everybody and hugging on everybody, and you know that is crazy. That's, yeah, just that he had a switch. Like, okay, and we—we we all do that. Yeah, you know, this is like the new terms, like social distance and. Mm-hmm. Social this and that and quarantine and isolation. And yeah. Yeah. And now when your child sees their friends, they're
0: not going to go hug them.
1: You know, what's, what's crazy though. It's the drive by birthdays that it's, it's sad in a way that, you know, birthdays for now are not the same. You can't have like a hundred people come to your birthday party or, you know, for now you know, and, um, or just, you now having the drive by birthday parties because of social distancing. You can't even hug your teachers at school. Cause now we're approaching the last day. Our last day of school is June, May 29. Right. And then we're, we're going to have a drive by and we're going to get little our packages or, you know, end of year stuff. And, my kids are just gonna wave and say bye and thank you to their teachers without the contact. Yeah, yeah. So this is the new normal that we need to embrace. We need to just love and just go forward with the new normal, yeah. whatever it is to you. Cause everyone has a different version of new normal, but whatever it is, we embrace it through kindness and just go with it, go on yep. with the flow.
0: Yeah, that's I, I agree. It's with kindness. And now, even if you go outside and take a walk, you come in and it, to, you're facing the north, and your neighbor is facing the south. And as soon as you get uh, that, you see each other. You one of you has to cross the street. That's a new normal. So now, we, I think it's essential that we have we have to at least say hi to each other. So we have to preserve the kindness of the community. That bothers me because. People that are full of hate, this is their season.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: When they now see people that don't like you for one reason or the other, now can walk across the street, cross the street when you're coming and let you think whatever. Now the new community service to say hello to your neighbor as you cross the street and avoid them.
1: Mm. It's so true. It's so true. And I mean, just to be really vulnerable, it's just something that I'm just like I'm not quite embracing the new normal. I'm not quite embracing that right now because I'm like I do miss the I'm I'm you know just the social I, I do miss like the contact. I do miss like loving on people and hugging and just giving you a high five like what you said if you're filled with hate this is your season to shine. So sad, but it's so true, you know, and if you're just waving from a distance, you're not quite sure what your neighbor now feels and thinks about you. And I'm not saying the neighbor to the one that lives next door, the neighbor that's anyone, even in you know the store that you just you're if you're wearing a mask, you're trying to not be close to this person yeah. and trying to move away and, you know, just trying to feel that whole thing like, hey. We're in this together, but we're not in the same boat. Yeah. I think it's David Fleet that wrote that we're not in the same boat. Like we're in the same storm, but we're not in the same boat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Every How, how it affects everyone. And the people that saying, oh my God, COVID is made up and COVID is not real. I think that's a luxury because they don't have a loved one that has been killed by it. But yeah. the people that have been affected, they, it hits them differently. So that's why we have to give grace because I know places of worship are going to be getting together and that is going to be okay. But for people that are not ready for such because of how it's hit them personally, I think I was talking to a friend that said 2021 is not even close enough. Like, when are you going back to church? She said, not 2021. And I'm like, girl, that's a long time. She said, I'm not ready. (laughs) And and, and I respect that because she works in the healthcare industry. And once you've seen some things, once you've seen human suffering a certain way, you are extra, extra
1: precautious. That's so true. That is so true. This is, um, it makes me think about the text I received just not too long ago from, um, An acquaintance and she was saying that you know she needed some prayer that I would pray for her because she had lost her father-in-law through Mm -hmm. through COVID. And she was so much in fear. So she was like, Hey, I'm so much in fear. And she had said that she talked to a woman of faith, and the woman told her that you know what you need, you need not to fear. This is, you know, COVID is just, you know, not real. It's not, it's exaggerated and all that stuff. But to her, it was personal. She lost someone and she was afraid. She was afraid she was going to lose her husband. Thank God the husband did not, you know, Mm. contact the disease. She lost her father-in-law and she was afraid of the family for her precaution, social distancing, quarantine, isolation, those words are so near to her Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of her experience. And Mm -hmm. someone told her that it's all a hoax, it's not real. And, you know, there's something else. And I do understand how people feel in this way. But then I had to tell her, you know what, your faith, your God is great. Have faith, yes, it's okay for you to isolate, to just go into quarantine and all that stuff because you feel that way. Don't allow anyone to tell you how to feel based on their theory of what's going on because you know better.
0: Personal experience here is going to be key and not uh, a mob mentality where we all think the same. So um, now let's look forward. Let's look forward to normal. Mm-hmm. What is one thing that you're carrying forward or that you are you're going to be intentional about that you did not, you were not thinking about in January of 2020? And now, close to the middle of the year, what is a new awareness that you're taking forward with you?
1: Oh, it comes so easy to me that slow down it's absolutely the way I will take it right now, just to relax, just to slow down and not to live just a busy life. It was, it was always on the go, 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 go. My husband was in a plane pretty much every other day. Mm. (laughs) And it was just like, where is he this is it this is what we're doing and it was fast busy and fast it was our life it was interesting it was fun we made it work but one thing i'm taking it's just to slow down you know just to relax and slow down and just to embrace this
0: i agree that the business
1: the schedule of life will increase
0: because kids will go back to school kids kids will go back to soccer i already have a couple of coaches that said what's the deal with your children Are they come and in and i think we're the last one was said june 1st we were gonna ask together we don't know but in reality um what i will take forward is in everything that we do to be intentional to really ask what do i really want to do this is this what i want to do Every class I teach, I will ask that, is this what I want to do? Every activity the kids are involved with, I'll say, evaluate and tell me why we're doing this and what's your motive and what do you intend to get from this so that we're not just going, I'm not forcing anyone to do what they don't want to do. I want you to come up with what you want to do that will add value to your life and will not take away from the sanity of your parents and, but add quality to your life. You will enjoy it. And then we will do it. Everybody put some thoughts into their own life. As little as the six year old, what do you want to do? And then if you're doing it, it's because you want to. So that if mm-hmm. we're spending time here, it's in agreement and then go from there. I think that's a life worth living well.
1: Right. And if we get excited Changing that way of thinking like, oh, I I don't want to go back or whatever. But if we're excited about the new normal, if we're excited about, okay, these restaurants are opening up at 25 or 50% and they're allowing social distancing in the restaurants, I'm going to be excited about it. I'm going to take it with so much gratitude and excitement and respect everyone, as I go along, we do that, we, it would just be some sort of, you know, just that mindset change that you change from that fear or not excited or not looking back. Because as humans, I mean, we are social. We found out that we can adapt, we can change easily. We're so flexible Mm -hmm. because imagine how from, it was just abrupt. From COVID, from no COVID to COVID, yeah, we had to change just in like 24 hours. And then back to being regular or back to COVID not being as much or whatever.
0: But back to normal.
1: Yeah. Back to our new normal. Back to the new normal is something that's exciting. That That's just exciting for me. Just looking forward to the future. Yeah. Looking forward to what God has in plan, you know. So let's round it up and say, going into the future, we will. Going into the future. Oh, I will be excited. I will look ahead. I will embrace change with no fear. I will love endlessly. And I'll just be kind.
0: I will in addition to all the good things that you said, I will be intentional. I will be bold. I will be kind. I will try all the things that I desire and not be afraid to fail. And if I fail, it's not a failure because I tried. So I put that in the forefront of my mind and I do all the things I want to do and live the way I believe God has intended for me to live with no regrets, moving forward boldly with kindness and badass kind of love, just living on purpose with intention every single breath.
1: I like that. And I want to add this. So each of us will emerge in our own way from the storm. It is very important to see beyond what is seen at first glance, not just by looking, but actually seeing. So we are all on different ships during the storm, experiencing a different journey. This is a time for us to remember to be compassionate. So this is by David Fleet.
0: That's so good. That's so good. This would just be an evaluation we do all the time, but I think this is a good self-evaluation about where we are, where we've been, and where we're looking forward to go to.
1: It is. And we just have to be hopeful and just embrace it and love, love, love endlessly. I love you. I love you more. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.